This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Listening to the 1912 Exiles, the Newport County podcast made by the fans for the fans. I'm Ed and I'm all excited because, like many people, it's my first chance today to see Newport County in action. Um, feeling keyed up and ready for the start, or the home start at least, of the 2022-23 season. Um, big game, obviously. Mike Flynn's return to Rodney Parade. I should imagine he's feeling fairly keyed up for it as well. Is there a danger that he will be more up for this game and his team will be more up for it than James Robry and County? Who knows? Um, Lots of big potential talking points. Looking forward to seeing Will Evans at left wing back after his rave review last week uh, against Sutton. Um, Ian and Jamie very taken with his attacking prowess. Some people... A little bit concerned about his defensive capabilities, so we'll see how that fares this afternoon against a Walsall team who are likely to line up uh, with a wing-back system like us. So uh, will Will Evans get picked at left-back or will Scouse-Lewis get his chance uh, to to play and potentially give us a bit more of a defensive approach? Uh, likewise, Omar Bogle up front, led the attack last week, got his goal. Looking forward to seeing how he gets on. Big crowd, potentially expected. The sun is out. We're all set to uh, head towards Newport and we'll pick up the conversation a bit later on. Nice reception for James Robry as he strides out onto the pitch ahead of the game. Lineups are in. Uh, same starting 11 as last week at Sutton, which I think was probably what I'd expected, although I had that doubt about Will Evans at uh, left wing back. I did see one of my 1912 Exiles colleagues predicting changes which haven't happened so uh, yeah no surprises either in Walsall's starting 11 no Joss Labadee of course out injured um, Timmy Abraham on the bench nice weather uh, Rodney Prey starting to fill up the the new seats in the away end are bright green and starting to get filled with 
Walsall fans who've made the trip down. Seem to be quite a lot of them in town. Um, and yeah, I think we're all all set. Um, as for predictions, I'm a little bit worried about this. I just have that slight feeling that the game matters more to Mike Flynn than perhaps it does to anyone else and he may find a way to get that extra 5% out of the team so I think we might find ourselves coming off on the back of a defeat this afternoon but I'm joined by uh, my friend Simon who is a, a fair weather Newport fan in that you only ever come once or twice a season normally when the weather's good so true to form you're here in the sunshine what are you expecting on based on the little that you know about the team right it's a beautiful day that's why i'm here yeah i'm thinking that we might win 3-1 why not be optimistic wow we know Warsaw scored a lot in the first game but you know let's be positive about the the new players 3-1 and i appreciate you you know all you really know about the newport team is bits you've read and bits i've told you but is there anything that you're looking forward to or excited about Looking forward to finding out about these new busy midfield players, any of any new players, and uh, just seeing how the team is playing. Uh, it seems like they're playing, or at least played last season really well in terms of passing football compared to what I've been used to yeah. in seasons past. Now, yeah, you, you first started changed. coming with me in, in the Spitty Park days, and yeah, we've we've come on a lot since that. But um, yeah, I think this will be a, a proper test against Walsall. And boys, what are your predictions? 1-0 to Warsaw. You're saying 1-0. Ever the optimist. Go on. What about you, Tom? 3-1 Okay, so two of us going for a narrow Warsaw win. Two of you going 3-1 Warsaw. Well, the players are out tra- uh, warming up. The referees are jogging in front of us in very bright shirts. Um, and, yeah, we will await kickoff with excitement and anticipation, as always. We had the ball in the net. Wildig, I think it was, heading it in at the uh, near post. Only for the linesman to have his flag up. Looked all right to me, but I couldn't really tell from here. Yeah, the referee's blown up for a foul in the centre circle, so we're getting a little bit tasty. Just what we want to see. But yeah, so far holding our own, I think. Half time. Simon's got the jelly babies out. A um, few chances for both teams. I think probably Newport had the better of it, don't you think? Yeah, I think, I think it was a fairly lively game. Newport looking decent after the first 10 minutes. Quite violent. Yeah, it was a bit fruity, wasn't it? Um, Will Duke had the ball in the net, but the judge offside couldn't really tell one way or the other from here. I thought the two stuck out for me. I thought. Zanzala, it looks very, very quick, very lively. Seems to terrify their um, centre-half, Daniels, every time he's got the ball. They've both been pulling each other's shirt all over the place. Um, And yeah, Will Evans, I think, has looked a lot more settled at this level than I perhaps expected him to. He's he's been a good kind of live wire. We seem to be using him as a creative outlet. Yeah, I thought both of the strikers looked fairly quick, sharp, good on the turn, decent layoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe Bowen's the busiest of the midfield players, fairly neat touches. And yeah, that's about it, really. Yeah. Um, still wouldn't want to guess which way it's going to go. I mean, of course, you know, we talked about it on the pod, but like, because they can use five subs, it, the last 20 minutes is almost as important as the 
the first 60 or 70 because you, you can aim, aim to end strongly and if you look at yeah the likes of Zimba on the bench you know we potentially got a bit of extra pizzazz to add sort of towards the end so that's perhaps to our advantage but we'll still may well feel the same so yeah I guess we'll, we'll see what the second half brings but um, lots of room for optimism I'd say after that half Yeah, I think County will feel quite hard done by with that. Um, not so much over any doubt of the goal, but just the fact that they've had the better of the half, created a lot more chances, looked lively, but then got caught. So 80 minutes, crowd's just been announced, 4,900. We've just had a chance saved uh, by the keeper just starting to feel as though we're going to get flinned this afternoon they've got a scrappy goal might have gone down as an own goal apparently and Walsall are just managing out this game um, in a way that I think we're finding hard to deal with a lot of frustration starting to build up chances still occasionally being created but nothing clear cut let's see we've got seven minutes now plus stoppages to make that advantage show uh, meanwhile Zimber on for Bogle so we finally got ZZ up top uh, Zimber and Zanzala and we've confusingly got Aaron and Adam Lewis both on the pitch at the same time right back in the car uh, bit glum are we after that everyone yeah, um, classic Mike Flynn S House uh, away victory. I think the stats showed uh, that they had three shots all game, none of them on target because it went down as an own goal by Mickey Dimitriou. Uh, committed 15 fouls, had a man sent off, and yet still somehow they walked away with all three points and we walked away with nothing, which didn't feel like a fair reflection on the afternoon. Although, having said that, for all our pretty passing um, along the back line and possession in the Walsall third, we didn't have a huge number of shots either. You were saying, Simon, it felt as though we were trying to go wide at every opportunity, but the sort of crossing in wasn't good enough. Is that what you were saying? I think that's right, yeah. It went wide most of the time rather than sort of playing it into the centre and the fans' frustration was a lack of shots, wasn't it, from the just outside the box a lack of uh, goal scoring threat from Newport yeah um, definitely felt as though um, Will Evans looks like a uh, a good prospect you you liked the look of him as well didn't you Dan yeah um, and I thought Bogle was an imposing figure Zanzala was quick but I, yeah I'm just not sure from what we saw today that we've 
got as many goals in us. But then again, we were saying the same thing at the start of last season and then Telford came good. But um, yeah, in some ways it's one of those today where the other team took the chance that they had and we didn't take any of ours and you just have to write it off. But a frustrating one, um, without doubt. But we move on. Um, Tuesday night we've got Luton away in the Type 2 Diabetes Cup and I caught up with our counterparts from Luton Town. So let's pitch to that clip. I am joined by Billy from the Oak Road Hatter podcast. How are you doing, Billy? Doing well, thank you. Um, yeah, it's, it's a good time of year. Um, what Once the first round comes around, um, as a Luton fan, we want to be doing better than last year. But yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the tie. It should be a good test for both sides. Yeah, I think so. And, you know, first time that the two uh, two clubs have met in, uh, what, five years or so. And in that time, you've gone on to much greater things and we're we're still here. And, you know, that's that's fine for us as county fans. But um, before we come on to the uh, the tie, I mean, I'm conscious we're only one proper game into the, the season so far. And it's a little bit too early to uh, to really know how it's going. But from your perspective, how are things broadly going so far? You know, how's your preseason been? How's the match that you've had? And what are your kind of expectations for the season ahead? Yeah, it's been a very positive preseason. Um, five successive wins and then a draw against West Ham to, to finish things, which we, we looked very sharp. We we looked to, we pretty much matched what West Ham did, which was a very pleasing aspect of, of finalising preseason and then starting the campaign with a nil-nil draw against Birmingham, which I guess on the back of it, looking at um, looking at the result in isolation, considering. Um, the sort of expectations around Birmingham this season. It doesn't seem to be the best start to the season, but the, the game itself, the, the sort of, there's more emphasis now on uh, building up from the back and, and trying to go through the thirds. We were a little bit more direct last season. So I think it's going to take a little bit of time getting used to that. But ultimately it's been a positive pre-season in terms of performance on the opening day. That was pleasing enough we've got new players sort of bedding in at the moment uh, some some real talented players that um, may take a while to get up to full speed but we're building for the future as well so all in all it is quite a positive time at the moment and yeah I mean of those new players you've got coming in who you're excited about how many of them do you think we're likely to see on Tuesday night in the in the cup game do you think you're going to put out a full strength team or is this kind of of secondary importance to you this competition it's an interesting one because you, you, I look at the squad at the moment and you, you could put out a second 11 that, that could compete to a very high level as well. Um, you know, if, if Luke Freeman's not playing in sort of the number 10 role, there's Corley Woodrow coming through, which, you know, two very decent championship players. The striking department's been bolstered massively. We've still got players like Tom Lockyer, who's been played a, a big part in the championship for us before, who, who's not really seeing minutes at the moment. Um, also got a few younger players that have really, really impressed in pre-season. Um, so, yes, yeah, it's, it's a difficult one because we, we could put, you know, at the, I don't want to call it second string because it's not really a second string. It's, it's players that are really pushing for, for first team involvement. So, yeah, it's an interesting one. I don't, I don't think we'll see many of the players that will start this coming Saturday, but I still think it will be a strong, strong squad and they'll take Newport seriously because, you know, League Two opposition, of course, there's problems before. Um, Harrogate played a very good game against us um, last season in the FA Cup. Um, Stevenage obviously um, beat us in the first round last year. It's, it's 
um, you know, you can't take you can't take any game uh, to, to be a win, and it, no matter no matter who you're playing, it's going to be a, a, a strong test. Newport, uh, you know, they've given us strong strong uh, tests before when we've been in the same division. Some some really good games I can remember, um, and I'm sure it'll be a, a competitive and, and another real good game. I think it's going to be interesting for for County as well because um, you know since James Robry has been in charge uh, with us, you know we haven't tended to prioritise cup competitions, but this is first full season. Um, I think there's a, a feeling certainly amongst the podcast, if not the wider fan base, that maybe we may do well to try and um, have a cup run or two this season. You know, not just bring some some money in, but in a season where we probably are a little bit of a squad in transition. Um, you know, even if we don't do as well as perhaps we have done in the league in recent years, having a run in the cup competitions would, would do, uh, do wonders for squad morale and for fan morale. So I'm really hoping that we put out a, our strongest 11, um, but we've had no indications just yet as to whether or not um, that will be the case. So um, yeah, I think it's going to be revealing for both sides, just how, how good a team goes out and then yeah, what we can, uh, what happens on the day, I guess we'll, uh, we'll wait and see. Um, a few quick fire questions for you then, Billy. Um, which player sh- who you think is likely to feature should we be most worried about? Yeah, that's a, a very good question. One I've had prepared, but again, it's, it's quite difficult to, to really pinpoint somebody because I think it's going to come down to, to who will play this Saturday against Burnley and, and looking from that. Um, I think one player, Dion Pereira, um, real, real exciting talent, a very one of the best ball carrying players I've seen in a Luton shirt in a very long time. Um, just demands excitement whenever he's on the ball. Uh, a player that can play out on the wing, he can play in the number ten role. Jones has, has trialed him out in, in sort of slightly deeper central midfield role, part of the sort of double pivot. So he's one that I'm expecting to see. Um, I think Bradford fans really, really want him back on loan. He had a really good spell uh, last season, uh, but I, I think after the preseason. He sort of elevated himself above players like Carlos Mendes Gomez and Admiral Musquez as well. So it's going to be difficult. Um, it's difficult for, for Jones at the moment, given sort of the, the young talent coming through. But yeah, I think he's one that, that definitely should get a run out. Um, as I said before, Corley Woodrow might get an uh, extended game if he doesn't play too much. Um, then we've got Harry Cornick, who scored 12 goals in the championship last season. And given the forward line recruitment we, we've done already, it's... Um, yeah, it's, it's looking difficult for him to to start regular games in the championship this season. Colton Morris coming in, so he's another one that, that might see more regular minutes. Um, another player, Louis Watson, we got off Derby. Um, at the 21 years old, an exciting midfield player that, that again, similar to Dion Pereira, a very good ball carrier, somebody that, that will make things happen in the final third. So, yeah, there's, there's a lot of players at the moment. Um Trying to go for a starting eleven, trying to pinpoint who will actually start is, is um, luckily not my job. <laughs> um, but yeah, there there is some tough decisions for him to make. And as I said before, we, we can play a, a completely different eleven to the one that will play against Burnley, and it will still. Uh, we've got to a point now where I still think, still have confidence that it's going to be a strong eleven. Yeah, yeah, and I, I always have a quick look at uh, Welsh players in the squad of uh, any team we're up against. You've already mentioned Tom Lockyer, of course. The other one who caught my eye was Elliot Thorpe, 
uh, midfielder who's come through the Welsh under 16, under 17, under 19 and under 21 uh, teams, but hasn't yet broken through into the, the Luton team. Is he one who, who may be involved somewhere? Yeah, I think there's a good chance for, for Elliot Fork to, to be involved. Another one that, that we've been really excited about um, came from Tottenham. Um, rejected a contract at Tottenham to seek more first team opportunities. Um, it hasn't really worked out so far, but again, um, it's been difficult for him given the, the quality that, that Luton have added so far. Um, I, I think they've po- probably scoped that he might go out on loan mm-hmm. come near the end of the, the transfer window. So, you know, a, a Newport County would be aspiring to be at the top end of League Two next season. It might be. We've, we've got a good record of looking after promising young midfielders from uh, high place teams in the league as well. So, yeah. Maybe yeah. one George. Yeah, I was going to say um, Finazaz, wasn't it? It was, yeah. We had Finazaz amongst others. Ollie Cooper, who's back at Swansea this season, is one who you may see against you as well. So, uh, yeah. Um, A couple of final questions then. Where should county fans go for a good pre-match drink ahead of the game at Kenilworth Road? I think you can never go wrong with with Weatherspoons in that end. Um, <laughs> oh, cheap, come beautiful. on. Um, good atmosphere. But no, if um, if you're, you're wanting to stray away from there... Um, the, the town centres uh, sort of at both ends. There's full of um, full of pubs that, that you'll go to. Not not too many nearer the ground. It's more in town, and there's a, a, um, a bit of a walk. Brewery Tap is is one that that um, pretty much on the start of start of town. That that can be your first. Um, and then yeah, there, there's a fair few from from there going into town. So yeah, I'd say Brewery Tap to start off with, and, and maybe if you want to to go into Boons and, and you you might see, you probably see a lot more um, county fans and Luton fans in in spoons compared to the other places given given its sheer size. And finally, Billy, I'm going to push you for a score prediction. What's going to happen? I can see it being quite tightly contested. Um, even even looking at preseason when we've played League Two opposition, we've had good games. Um, I think League Two in general is is a, a very competitive division. I don't think sometimes it gets the the um, praise and all the, the sort of uh, accolades that it deserves but it's a very tough competition as a Luton fan we know that quite recently we had to have a very good squad that that got us out of the division in the end and that 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 same squad pretty much got us into into the championship so we know that the strength of league two opposition um so yeah I think it will be close competitive um I think Newport will, will play um a very good game but I think we may edge it 2-1. 2-1. There we go. Well, thank you very much for your time, Billy. Um, yeah, good luck for the rest of the season. Uh, thank you, as always, for listening. And we will be back soon ahead of the next load of fixtures. Uh, thanks, as always, and keep it counting. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.